Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. The gold mine area. Gold mine areas. See, I've read your mind. You did read my mind and possibly my notes. No. You mean you make notes? Of course I make notes. What's wrong with you? Well, I'm not as smart as you, Shaz. I can't you do this without notes. You mean you're taking this very seriously and you prepare and you do your research and Absolutely. you think about things and you write it down? I don't want to give people wrong information and... Well, you mean you go to every effort to give them the best information? Exactly that. Um, so... What is the goldmine area? So a gold mine area is a location that, for you, has excellent potential for property investment. It's an area that has potentially got high demand for housing and is you are expecting it, based on your research, um, to experience significant growth and development in the future. could be in an up-and-coming neighbourhood. It could be a well-liked area within a well-established area that, that you like or just an area in general within a town or city or village that's that's in high demand. Now, there are a number of benefits of um, knowing your gold mine area that people often miss or I wouldn't I wouldn't say miss, but they misunderstand why they need a gold mine area. Um, so, I mean, the, the first the first and biggest one and the thing that people I think probably talk about most is potential for capital growth. Investing in the right gold mine area for you can lead to you investing in an area that has significant capital growth potential over time. And that's because the demand for the property in the area increases and as more people move into the area, the property values are more likely to rise. As they rise, they provide investors with a high return on their investment. And this capital growth can generally be realized over one of two ways. The first way is through the sale of the property, um, obviously, or refinancing the property um, and taking out the equity that you've got stored in it. Second to that, you've got the rental yield. Um, the high demand for housing in a high demand area, gold mine area, can result in high rental yields providing you with a significant source of income. And a high rental yield means that the rental income generated by the property is proportionally higher than the property's purchase price, um, which is always a good thing. Um, and I believe this is a valuable source of income for, for, for you, and it allows you to you know, consistently grow your portfolio over time. Uh, another benefit of... Um, a good gold mine area is that in some cases it can reduce the risk. Um, what I mean by that is it reduces the risk of low occupancy, low um, void periods, periods where you don't have tenants in. It can, re and because uh, you've picked an area that's high in demand, you're generally not going to have um, any trouble with yeah, with with selling the property if you want to exit in the future or with growth within the future. 
it's not going to depreciate necessarily as bad within a crash as potentially weaker areas do because it's got a strong growth potential in the first place. I'm still waiting to hear from you where the gold is, by the way. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, and, you know, off the back of the reduced risk is that, you know, the properties when you exit are indeed easier to sell. Um, so that, that, there's, there's your first four right there and all very good things. Potential for capital gro growth is increased. Rental yield, reduced risk, easier to sell. Some, some, some strong points there. Alongside that, because it's an area of high demand and you're less likely to have significant periods of time within, with voids within your properties, you'll have increased cash flow. And there's your gold. The cash. The cash. Um, with high rental yields in gold mine areas, uh, this can provide you with a consistent stream of steady income that can be reinvested um, in future properties or it can be used to you know, improve what you've already got there. Um, so when you've got that and a lower vacancy rate because of the higher demand for the area because it's a good area that you've chosen, lower vacancy rates means that when you do your calculations, it costs you less to own the property. Now, what I mean by that is, if, you've, if you purchase a buy-to-let property for, say, £100,000, and you intend to rent it out, you rent it out for only six months of the year. In that six months, you're renting it out for, you know, let's be, let's be you know, conservative and say, you're renting it out for £500 a month, Five hundred pound a month times times six months is three thousand pound. If that rental property is costing you, say, three hundred pound a month in mortgage payments, in that in a year it's going to cost you three thousand six hundred. So already before you took in, you know, ancillary costs like servicing, you know, repairs, maintenance, things like that, you're already six hundred pound down because you've bought in a location that doesn't have a high demand for tenancies, so it's going to cost you money. Whereas if you've got low high demand for tenancies rather than low demand for tenancies, you're not going to have six months of voids in a year. You might have one, maybe two, or none. So how big should my gold mine area be? We'll get on to that. We're getting there, we're getting there. You're drip feeding me. I am. Okay, I'm going to run through my list. I've, okay. I've, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got some, you know, some things that you know about. So I'm not allowed to ask any questions as we go along. Of course, you're allowed to ask questions. The thing with the gold mine area is, okay, let's talk about size. How big do you want it to be? How diverse are you prepared to make your portfolio? Because your gold mine area could be as small as a single street but it could be as big as an entire town. It depends on what works for you. You need to, you need to find what works for your strategies, for, your, for the type of tenants you're looking for, for your... Um, so, so, so you think first I've got to have a strategy and then find a golden mine area that fits the strategy? Yes. Sorry, did I not mention that? To, I may have missed that beforehand. See, this is why Shaz is here. It's all becoming clear now. It's all becoming clear. So yeah, if you're, if if you have a strategy that 
requires you to, for example, student accommodation. If that is your strategy, then your goldmine area is going to be around universities. It's going to be near to universities. There's no point trying to find a goldmine area for student accommodation 50 miles away from any college or university because it won't work. Where's the best place to have a burger van if you're selling burgers, Kieran? Outside a nightclub on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Wherever there's hungry people. I mean, that too. So that, I think your answer's better. That puts in line with this, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Which people need to think about. I think, like you said, I think when we, people start using kind of corporate buzzwords like strategy and tactics and leadership and management and culture, a lot of people kind of tend to get confused. Uh, so, and we'll cover strategy at some point, but it, yeah. it's, it's important that all of this is in harmony, in sync with everything, because some people don't think about these things. Oh, I'll just choose, for example, uh, Peterborough, because that's where we're based as my gold mine area, but they're looking to do something in a particular type of strategy where it might lend, it to, lend itself better, let's just say... Uh, to, to Brighton. Yeah, or even to say, let's say Stamford or Arundel, because if you're talking about yeah. Peterborough, or somewhere close like Spalding here, which are kind of small market towns in and around Peterborough for those people who aren't familiar with the area. And so you know, you're missing a trick by just driving 5, 10, 15, 20 miles up the road, okay, and having a strategy that fits in line uh, with, or a place that fits in line with your strategy, as opposed to not thinking about it, that makes sense. So you've got to connect yeah. those dots, haven't you? Yeah, I, th I think... Is a point you're trying to make. Yeah. A lot of people do, do testing and they do their due diligence in isolation. And what I mean by that is, you know, this area here, for example, this, this area here is my gold mine area. It's got high rental yields. It's got, you know, low vacancy rates. That's great. Okay, that, that's done. So I know my gold mine area. That's, and, and that's all they do for their gold mine area. And then they go, right, my strategy is, for example, commercial conversions, because we like those, or, you know, serviced accommodation, or, you know, let, let's use serviced accommodation for argument's sake. So the strategy is serviced accommodation. So if I... So for anybody who's not aware, because we have covered this previously, uh, just a one line on what's serviced accommodation? Uh, serviced accommodation is the... Uh, Furnished holiday lets and um, service departments. Service departments. But you're selling by the night. By the night, yeah. Indiv individual apartments, individual rooms, individual houses that are sold by on a nightly basis rather than long-term tenancies or medium short-term tenancies, which are, you know, over thirty days. Got it. Um, cool. And so you've picked your goldmine area because of the high rental yields and because of the low le low low um, vacancy okay. rates and then you've picked serviced accommodation because of its high cash flow but and scalability and, and scalability but that but when you and you look at them both in isolation high rental yield low vacancy sounds great high cash flow scalability sounds great but if you put those two things together they don't mesh so well because you're not necessarily interested in the um, high rental yields for for serviced accommodation because it's a different type of business. So, you know, you've got to make sure that everything is harmonious, synchronous with everything else. You can't look at 
each individual aspect of your business in isolation, in a void. You've got to look at it as a whole. You've got to take a, a bird's eye view, as it were. Hand in glove fit. Yeah. Um, of, of, the, of the whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and that, 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 that's, that's my view on, on which, how big your area should be. It depends. It's your favourite answer, isn't it? As an accountant, it is, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes for solicitors um, and lawyers, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are the other benefits of having it, having niched down into a good goldmine area for yourself, for your strategy, um, for, for what you're doing, is if it is a really good goldmine area... Oh, I thought you were asking me there, by the way, but I'm going to carry on. If it is a good goldmine area, there is fantastic opportunity to network because... You, I promise you, you won't be the only investor in that area. And suddenly you can be introducing yourself or get introduced to other people working within that area, doing similar things and... Collaborating, people, possibly. And collaborating. Sharing ideas. Working together, sharing ideas, finding out what works there, what doesn't work there. So, so you know, and as we both know, networking is key to business success, yeah. especially in property. Yeah, our friend Rob Moore says, your network is your net worth. And he's right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely, completely right. And, you know, so, you know, so Shaz, tell me, how do you find your gold mine area? What do you look for? I keep it really simple because I'm a simple bloke, as you know, and complicated doesn't work for me. Uh, I, when I chose my gold mine area, in fact, uh, was mainly based on how far am I willing to travel? So as you know, we've got clients up and down the country. Uh, yep. I've got, we've got clients in London who invest in Scotland. Uh, it's a long way to travel. Yeah. and uh, But if it works for them. Absolutely. And everybody's different. That's the whole point, isn't it? If, yep. if it works for you or that, that's what you want, fine. But I thought one of my non-negotiables is I don't want to be traveling anywhere that takes me longer than an hour. Okay. So, Does that include in traffic? Uh, you're assuming I'm going to drive. <laughs> or be driven. Or you're, you're assuming I'm, I'm going to travel in a car. Do you have that helicopter yet? No, but that's an aspiration, isn't it? <laughs> you were talking about having big dreams and all that kind of stuff. Were you making that up? Are you just, no, no, no. I, are you trying to burst my bubble now? Not yet, not yet. You've not been fooling with me, have you? No, All no, that no, stuff no. you said was true, wasn't it? How big goals, big aspirations... Okay, think big and then you can achieve it. Think and grow big. Yeah, reach for the stars or whatever and you end up on the moon or something like that. Yeah? Yeah. That was all true, wasn't it? Yeah. All true. Yeah, so I can, I can believe in those fantasies, yeah? Yeah. Perfect. So, no, but, uh, so, anywhere which is one hour travelling distance because uh, ideally I prefer to drive because then I, um, I can kind of uh, put on some music or uh, listen to an audio book. I know you can do that on a train here or whatever then you get a park in a car park here or whatever. It's easy for me to, to drive because I'm going to get four or five or six different properties, okay, uh, then got to catch a cab and this, this, this hassle. Yeah. I'm, because I'm, because when I'm there, I'm not looking at one property usually, I'm looking at a few because you want to obviously leverage your, your time. So that was the main one uh, for me. Alongside that, then I was just, oh, what do you want to do? Commercial conversions. So let's find areas where there's lot, lots of commercial property. Let's find areas that there's demand for commercial property. Uh, and let's find areas where I can buy a commercial property uh, for less than it would cost me to build. Because uh, why would you want to 
and that is important. Uh, why would you want to buy a property that's ready made if you can build it cheaper? Yeah, that's a margin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I did the maths on that and said, but why would you build it if you can buy a ready-made property and just convert it for less money? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, same thing, and uh, the other way around. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, I did that, and then looked at obviously being an accountant, generally speaking, price per square foot to buy it, price per square foot to con convert, price per square foot in terms of uh, the uh, GDV, the gross development, development value, value. To, whether I'm refinancing, selling, doing whatever I'm doing. So to make sure that those numbers and margins are in line with my overall strategy. And I'm okay, now within an hour traveling distance, which areas are they? And then look, found those and said, I'll go for that one there. But along that path, by the way, let's just assume it's a straight line from A to B. Along that path, there are one or two other areas, okay, on that journey. So rather having one kind of town or city, as you said earlier, I've got two or three on the way. So yeah. although it's still an area, Goldman area, and I think quite often people refer to it as a, as a hub and spoke, whether it's property or something else in terms of when you're looking yeah. to scale up. So create that hub and spoke on a map, sorry. Yeah. And to, this is it. So, and that's what I've done. Yeah, your primary one is your planet and you've got lots of moons orbiting that. Yeah, like we do in our stuff that we yeah. show people, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, which is fantastic. Um, so, so what you're what you're saying to me, Shaz, is there's not one place that is the gold mine area. It's all about what you're doing, who you're working with, what what your aim is, and where you live personally, and how far you're willing to travel. I think people jump on the bandwagon too much. So, in the past, and no disrespect to any other town or city, by the way, or any of the ones I'm about to mention, people say, oh, Coventry's really good. Go there. Uh, Birmingham's good. Leeds, Bristol. These are the ones that we've heard, Manchester, okay? But people are saying that because they've probably done the research and it works for them. And then so many people jump on the bandwagon. It okay? stops working. Uh, no, but it, it doesn't work for them because they haven't got that strategy. And they, this isn't working. Like I've said, shared with you uh, in, in the past, Kieran, uh, for example, when we talk about marketing, and let's just talk about telemarketing, by the way, because I think this is also relevant. No, telemarketing doesn't work. Telemarketing does work, you've just not been able to make it work. Because there's 84 components in telemarketing, okay, all the way from how you market your particular product or service. And, and obviously, this also is important to uh, property as well, because you can obviously uh, have a telesales team looking yeah, to, yeah. To, to buy our and or sell property for you. Uh, and there's so many moving components in terms of your process, who makes the call, how they make the call, how they talk to people, do they have a script? What's your marketing saying? What's your offer? Okay, what's the copy? All that type of stuff and everything that goes with it. And one, uh, one, of, one of the fu fundamental things, and it's something we, we've discussed before, not, 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 not here, but we have discussed it before, is the difference it makes when you smile as you answer the phone. Yep. Just to the intonation of your voice. People can tell. But you're never smiling when you call me on the phone. No, I'm never smiling when I answer. <laughs> so you are smiling when you call me, though? I'm smiling when I call you. Okay. I'm going to listen out for that one next time. But, so, there's those, so many moving parts. Oh, this hasn't worked for me. And, and the same applies to a gold mine area. Don't just go where everybody says, you know, go to Peterborough, for example. Uh, it's fantastic over there. But what are you looking to do first? Yeah. Then be clear on that. 
and your aims and objectives. And again, try to get become corporate again because I know people want to kind of avoid that jargony stuff. And then find an area, and, and if it, if that area lends itself to what you're looking to do, it's going to work well for you. So don't jump on the bandwagon. Sound sage advice. When you observe the masses, do the opposite. Exactly. And you're pretty much guaranteed to succeed. Mm, yeah, pretty well, much. Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. So, so when 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 you're out looking for your gold mine area, and you've decided I'm not prepared to travel longer than an hour, two hours, hour and a half. It's all individual. It's all personal to you, to your strategy, to what you're doing. The more time you got, the more flexible you could be with that. Usually, the less time that you have, the more compact uh, you are in terms of uh, what you want to achieve. And and it's it's not necessarily prudent to because I've seen I've seen this with some of our some of our our clients and people that we work with is I'm going to buy in this area here because it's super cheap, and then they wonder why it doesn't make a profit or doesn't necessarily work the way they anticipated it. You can't just buy cheap and expect it to work. And that's that comes down to what we were saying earlier about making sure that it's a hand-in-glove service, that everything works together. Buying cheap, renovating up, and sell, sell, selling. If that is your, within your gold mine area, great. If, that, if that's, say, flipping is your strategy, just buying cheap... If the area itself has low value, there's still going to be a ceiling on what you can sell the property for. It doesn't matter if you add 72 bathrooms and three swimming pool, Olympic-sized swimming pools. If the area it's in has a market limit and a market cap, then... Is that house on your vision board, is it? 72 bedrooms and three Olympic-sized swimming pools. I'd settle for one Olympic-sized swimming pool. Sell for one Olympic size swimming pool. That's on my vision board. But I think everything that you've said shared is important because uh, the Goldman is, is a small cog in a big wheel, and giving you clarity to the, what you're aiming towards. And it, the, the really important thing is you've thought about it. As in, uh, you, you 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 put that effort in there. You do the research. You do your DD due diligence. Say this is what I'm looking to do. And again, that's quite a few cogs in terms of doing your overall research, but you've got to do that heavy lifting up front. To make uh, the property machine work, you need yeah. each cog working. Absolutely, and then we're going to just pick up on, on something you mentioned in terms of cheap. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.